upon further review. One of the great receivers in the NFL, great young receivers, Curtis Samuel, our guest on uh, Panther Talk tonight. Let's talk college football first, Curtis. How are the Buckeyes doing this year? Uh, you know, the Buckeyes doing what they do, uh, winning games, uh, winning games by a large margin. I mean, we don't really worry about who we playing against. Uh, you know, our job is to go out there and win and, uh, you know, make it to the playoffs. Has your schedule allowed you to uh, get back and see a game in Columbus since you've been a pro? Um, I've been a game last year, I, I believe, on a bye week, and probably the year before that. But this year, I decided to to rest on my bye week. <laughs> Do they make a big fuss over you when you come back? Uh yeah. I mean, you know, uh, once a Buckeye, always a Buckeye. You know, so when you go, when you go back to Columbus, uh, you know, everybody show you love. Curtis, I heard it's a huge campus, like 50,000 undergrads, something like that. How do you find your space and your way in a school that large? Um, you know, I mean, as a as a freshman, you know, you just walk into class, you just not really paying attention to everything that's going on. But as I got older, you know, I, I had more free time and I had more time to look around and, you know, enjoy the food and, you know, do a little college, uh, regular college student things. Well, now you're a Carolina Panther, and this is your, your campus in a way. Uh, where are we right now as a football team after yesterday's loss? Uh, I mean, it's tough. You know, after you, lo- after you lose, um, it's tough, especially at home, by margin like that. But um, all we could do is go forward now. We're about New Orleans. What, um, what kind of uh, game yesterday was it from an offensive standpoint? Uh, it was, you know, it was just tough. We just couldn't get in a groove. You know, anytime you start off the game, and it's tough like that. You can't get in the rhythm. It makes the rest of the game so much harder, you know, because you're trying to force things. And um, <clears throat> we just got to – we just know as offense, you know, individually, me, we just got to start faster. You guys still have the the unity and the belief in one another? Uh, absolutely. I mean, that, that won't change. No matter who had a bad game, who had a great game, you know, it's, it's about going out there and, and practice and getting it together. How do you feel about your game? Uh, I feel like my game is okay. I mean, I, f- I always feel like I could do more. Uh, you know, my job is to be a playmaker, and um, I feel like I need to do a better job of that. Um, whenever I touch the ball, I got to make something happen. How's your body holding up, Curtis? Uh, my body's feeling good. Uh, you know, I was a little sore a couple weeks ago, but, I mean, just staying on top of it, doing the right things in the weight room, you know, off the field, let's keep my body right. Last thing, we'll let you go. You guys are mostly never too far away from a little video game or some kind of competition here or there. What are your hobbies when you're not around football? Uh, I play video games. <laughs> that's pretty much all I do. I mean, I, I think that's what kept me out of trouble growing up as a kid. Uh, you know, living in Brooklyn is tough. But, um, like, I, I play video games all the time. I go home, just sit, relax, you know, get in my own zone, go to my game room, calm my mind, ease my mind. What are your best video games? Uh, I play 2K and I play Call of Duty. Where would you rank on the team? Do you have a peer here? Um, I haven't I haven't played with nobody on this team, but I heard there's a couple of gamers on this team, though. Are you world class? My talents are, but I mean, you know, I just don't have the opportunity to show it too much, but I, my talents are. All right, sounds good. Thanks for the visit, Curtis. Good luck moving forward. Absolutely, thank you. Mick Mixon with Panther head coach Ron Rivera on Panther Talk tonight, breaking down the past, the current, and the future with the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Coach Rivera, did you bring a motivational speaker in to talk to your team today? We did, actually. You know, it's part of the league's initiative um, as far as uh, player development. So 
Um, we had Eric Thomas, uh, uh, the, the number one um, speaker in, in the world, I, I believe. And he came in and, you know, he spoke to us in 2012. And, and I think, uh, you know, when you have a guy come in and try and get guys to understand, you know, what it takes to take the next step, I, I think that was a good thing for our guys. What did he tell your players? Uh, he told our guys, really, for the most part, man, you, you know, it, it, it's inside you. You control it. Go out and make it happen. Coach, do you feel like you're still sitting on a pretty good football team that, that still has or potentially has its best ball ahead of it? Well, I believe so. I mean, Mick, you know, look at some of the things that we've done throughout the season. You, you sit there and point and say, wow, there's some pretty good things. The, the thing that's been tough on us is we've been relying on, on so many young guys to, to step up and make plays and make things happen. And I think, you know, it's been tough. It's been a little bit of a struggle, but I think our guys are starting to get it. They're starting to grow, and we just got to keep working towards that direction. Is that true, the reliance on younger players at important positions? Would that be true with your offensive line yesterday? Oh, very much so. I mean, when you get an opportunity to watch, you know, Greg Little play and you see a young guy that's still developing, you know, you watch Taylor Moden, who's playing right tackle for us, a guy who's still developing. I mean, these are guys that you're know, going to play in this league for a long time. We've just got to continue to learn and grow. Coach, you told the press corps today you had a little bit of, of a meeting with Kyle Allen. Uh, what was your message to your young quarterback to keep his world propped up right now? Well, I think the biggest thing is that, hey, this is a learning experience. You learn and you grow from your, from your mistakes. You learn and grow from the things that happen on the football field. And I think if, if the guys are patient and understand those things and continue to work and, 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 and take you know, what the experiences are for what they are, and that's learning, I think he's going to be fine. I really do. I, I, I like who he is. He's a tough, resilient kid he's 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 tough-minded he does the things the, the way you're supposed to do them so I think he's going to be fine I think he's going to bounce back and he'll be ready to roll who did that for you when you were a young Ron Rivera trying to make the Bears out of Cal <laughs> you know there was a number of guys that, that stepped up and helped me everybody from from Mike Dicka to to some of my teammates and it, it, it's it's this important thing when you have guys that can help you um, to, to get past tough times I, I think if if you have the right kind of people around you you give yourself an opportunity to grow Coach, uh, your teams are normally not uh, high-penalized teams. Was there a theme that united some of the calls yesterday in your mind? Well, I was just disappointed that, you know, some of the things that, that, that were called were called. Um, you know, I, I think some of our guys, you know, got a little anxious about some things too as well. So, you know, we'll go back, we'll, 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 we'll practice, and we'll, we'll make sure we do things the right way and that we're disciplined. Your teams also normally demonstrate a high hang-in-there factor in November and December. What will you look for in that way out of your 2019 Panthers? Well, that, that exactly that. And that, that's you got to hang in there. you got to take it one game at a time, and we'll see how, what happens. I mean, we got a tough one coming in with New Orleans. But, you know, as Atlanta showed everybody a week ago, you know, hey, this is a beatable team. The Saints, uh, we all know what they're all about, at least uh, from the surface anyway. But to your head coaching mind, what problems does playing there against that club present? Well, I think the biggest thing, the biggest problem that you're going to have when you when you play this football team more than anything else is that they've got some very good football players. They really do. They've got some good guys on 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 both sides of the ball and in special teams. So the biggest thing we got to do is we got to be on our game. Uh, last thing we'll let you go. You always coach your next man up philosophy. Will Greer could possibly be that next man up. We don't talk about him much because of how well Kyle Allen's done. But what do you like about what Will Greer's doing right now? Well, I think the biggest thing for Will right now is he's learning and growing. Um, you know, he's he's got to get as many practice reps as he can, and you know, hopefully he'll uh, he'll uh, he'll get his opportunities uh, you know eventually. But the biggest thing is if we ever do need him, he's ready to roll. Anything we can do for you in the, in the meantime, Coach, as you get ready for the Saints? Nah, we're ready to go, Mick. Thanks. Appreciate it. Sounds good. Thanks, Coach. It's Panther Talk. It's Mick along with Marty. Marty Herney, the general manager of the Carolina Panthers. Have you watched the tape from yesterday, Marty? And if so, what impressions did your second view of the game leave you with? Well, I did. And, and obviously, they, they, uh, they 
did a good job of dominating most of the game. Things start on our offensive side, and obviously their their consistent pressure, I think, on Kyle had a big effect. It was uh, we started off. Uh, they got good pressure up the edges. They they um, started off on on our right side, and and then um, you know I think that that Taylor Moulton struggled early, and then kind of settled in. I think then Greg Little, who played fairly well for the first quarter and a half or so, um, basically he, his problems came when he got bull rushed, and you know there's something that we have talked about in the offseason that Greg's got to get. Uh, stronger and and be able to do that I think when his body develops he will I think that you know we've kind of had a revolving door at that left tackle position between two young guys between Dennis Daly and Greg Little who we think a lot about and think are going to be very good players but um, I think what they did was you know they're putting eight nine men on the box and making sure that Christian McCaffrey wasn't going to beat them and um, their pass rush really didn't allow us to have some the, the time to to make plays to other uh, in the passing game, probably you know threw the ball more than we would like, and and then Kyle made some some you know which he will make some bad decisions. The Falcons seemed like they had a good plan. Now this this loss hung on us. Does any of what happened yesterday, Marty, recalibrate in your mind what the, our world looks like moving forward? I think you have to just right now when you lose a game like that, Mick, you're just thinking about trying to fix what you think needs to be fixed and, and go to New Orleans. And, you know, we look at this tape, and I know it's a cliche, but you have to put it behind you and, and focus on going down to New Orleans and trying to win a game. I mean, at, at 5-5, five and five, we just got to take a week to week and, and try to win each game we can win and try to improve the areas that – we need improvement, and, and and obviously there are some places that we need to get consistently better at. We did a better job of stopping the run yesterday. Um, they obviously have some talent on offense, even though they had a couple guys hurt. You still Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. They went to their playmakers and made plays in in critical situations. So. Um, I think we just and, and obviously the punt return was a big play for them, and we have to just analyze those things and and try to get better in those areas. Our Marty Herney segment tonight on Panther Talk. It, it's hard to look at 29 points and then say, okay, the defense played well. But did the Panther defense give you some good things and some good moments, Marty? Despite some uh, not optimal short fields, et cetera, early in the game. Yeah, I think early in the game, their defense really did everything they could to keep us in the game. With with you know not giving any points after the first interception and holding them to a field goal on the first drive after the big 43 yard play to Calvin Ridley and and we were gritty on defense and and I think uh, really did do everything we could to keep us in the game and there were some guys who played well on that side but I think as the flow of the game goes and and you know we we struggled offensively to score points I think that catches up with you. You still got a lot of faith in Kyle Allen and who he can be in the NFL? Yeah, I mean, Kyle is, you know, Kyle is five and three, and he's had some, done some very good things. It was just, he had, he had consistent pressure and, and, you know, through, through some interceptions that I'm sure he would like to have back. So, but I think he's, you know, he's shown that he can play in this league and um, has done a, a, a fairly good job of filling in for camp in the last, the last eight weeks. I mean, he's still five and three as a starter. 
He has played well in New Orleans, too. His first start, his first win to wind up last year. What's it like taking the team to the Superdome to play in that environment against that club? Well, I mean, it's obviously very noisy. It's it's They're very comfortable there. They have a great record there. And it's just, you know, more than the location, it's the team. They're a very good team. They're a well-coached team. They have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. They're going to score points. It's, a, it's really a, a, a team that when you play, if they hold you to a field goal, it's a win for them because they know that, that they have great confidence in the fact that they're going to score touchdowns. So we're going to have our hands full. We're just going to have to rebound from this one and play extremely well to have a chance to beat them. Last question. We'll cut you loose, Marty. You're the leader over on the football side. How do you um, how do you keep everybody from getting in a funk and uh, just make sure that, that we give our best effort uh, at New Orleans this Sunday? Well, you just try to point out the positives and, and that we still believe we're a good team and that we have to forget that one and move forward and come out and give it our best effort on Sunday. And um, everybody knows, everybody sees the tape, everybody sees what happened yesterday, and we have to have confidence in ourselves. And I think that's the biggest thing is in this in this game, in this league, is not to lose your confidence when, when you get punched in the mouth. We got punched in the mouth, now we're going to see how we respond. You know we always appreciate you don't duck our Panther Talk microphone. It means a lot to us, Marty. Thanks for your time, and good luck this week. Thanks, man.